Welcome to the ASAP Weekly Rocket League Podcast, a show hosted by LeZero, the man of a thousand rants, and Wabbit, the fan favorite. This show details the latest news in the Rocket League scene, esports results, and tips and tricks on how to get better at the game, while sometimes they'll just take a random topic and see where it takes them. Thank you all for listening, and enjoy. Oh god, I'm terrified. Hello. Okay, I'm not going to touch well, okay. Let's so talk. listen, listen. We're gonna we're gonna start the show like this is perfect. Um, yeah, <laughs> Wabs was not gonna be on the main show this week. He was just gonna do the pre-show with me. Mm-hmm. Um, but but things but have then, happened. Mm-hmm. We're not we're gonna tell you Rocket what's. I mean, if you look at the title, you might know what what the, what's gonna happen in the main part of the show. I'm sure there's a lot of people that are excited and stuff. Uh, I know I am. But that <laughs> you've heard about it, eh? I've heard about it. Um. So, heard it through the through the grapevine. Through grapevine. But if you look at the title, you'll know. If you don't look at the title and listen to the episode somehow, we'll keep it a secret just to uh, so you have some fun. Keep that, uh, that going. Yeah. Yeah. So some people are listening to this on Spotify and it's just going through. They haven't seen <laughs> episode titles, so I like this is, it. This is for you. Yeah. Um, and you know, so the, the audio and for the first like ten minutes is going to be a little more shoddy. So I forgive forgive us for that. Um, but sorry about it. I just, I just thought we really did need to talk about some things. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, first of all, <clears throat> uh, announcement that I will be streaming next week. Wows wasn't ready for this. <gasps> I was not. Um, so the 16th, 17th, and 18th, um, each of those days, I'll be doing ones, twos, and threes rank, like, you know, new season stuff, respectively. Because mm. that should be new season, nice. right? I hope. I don't know. Yes. It, it should be good. So yeah, sixteenth ones, seventeenth twos. Maybe I'll try to get Nictacular or Wabzin for twos, and eighteenth threes. Once again, try to get some people in. I don't know if Wabs can even play, but I'll try to. If not, I'll just play them by myself and and whatever. I'll You're just taunting me here. It's so sad. I'll just. Stream also, them. I don't know if you can play with Nick because I think you might have too big of a rank discrepancy. We'll get into that later. Oh, perfect. Yeah, uh, what we're gonna talk about. <laughs> but I just want to announce it on the show so that people can like know. I'll link it in blah blah blah. Uh, so people, people uh, hopefully will know that. But yeah, let's let's get into essentially big news that dropped, and we thought we wanted to add it on the beginning of the show, um, just so we're not like super far behind, because you know, we're we're always on time with all the things we talk about, right? Yeah, things never happen literally the day after we record. Every never, time, ever. Um, okay, essentially what we're, we want to talk about here at the beginning of the show is Gallop into Rocket League season four on August. 11th mm-hmm. um yeah, yeah. How so that's I... tomorrow for actually today for most people some people listening for some people it, it, it listen people people know dude wait it's on august yeah. 11th that's literally wow that's yep that's quick dude um yep. <laughs> but we're gonna talk about what they gave us they give us a little teaser trailer um but saddle for rocket league season four they have this dead eye canyon so this nice canyon feel i do like that it looks Mm-hmm. I'm sure. I'm sure aesthetically, it's gonna look great. Um, I feel have, like mm-hmm. they took Wasteland and were like, "Hey, let's make it good. Let's make us did. not dread being here." Yes, because I think that's one problem with Wasteland. It's like I like the idea of the map, but it kind of just looks like barren. Yeah, and yeah. you if you're gonna do like a Wasteland, you do want some some aesthetically cool looking things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think that this might have done it. We'll find out when it actually drops, but. I have high hopes for it. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'm sure the arena will be great. I, 
I think you know a new season is always nice. There's always stuff being added, but um, as you'll see on the main part of the show, um, there are you know there's a lot of out of the box ideas that I don't feel have been uh, tried. You know what I mean? That's the one thing that I'm. Mm. That's that's the one thing that I feel sometimes is missing from this stuff. But there are a lot of things in this update that I'm sure a lot of people will like. So we're gonna we're gonna get into them. Um, yeah. So uh, expanded competitive tournaments. So they've added two v two and extra mode tournaments joining the mix. That's a lot of fun. Um, I think I'm very three, excited about that. I think the three v three tournaments have been great. Uh, I actually really like them as they are, and just having a couple more, maybe at different times, um, so you can mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. kind of choose different things. I, I think they're a what? nice feature. They're they're like they're like a plus. You know, they're not like a crazy jump, but they're definitely a plus. Uh, and I know a lot yeah. of two v two people were looking for this. Yeah, I'm excited about them. I've been playing more twos, or at least I was playing more twos um, until I had to leave. Uh, so I am excited about that because I think that twos might actually give a pretty interesting extra little little thing for the competitive tournament, at least on the lower to slightly lower upper and by that i mean like gc2 um range so that's kind of cool and the extra mode tournaments though that that i'm just happy with straight up like having the rumble uh hoop and (laughs) drop shot tournaments are going to be funny um that'll be fun but my worry for it is that they like i'm wondering how they did the mmr where is it just one general extra mode MMR, or is it going to be tied to individual things? Oh, I imagine it's going to be tied to individual things. I, I, but it seems like the extra mode tournament is on a rotation. Yeah, well, the extra mode is going to be. Sorry, I think I think extra mode is going to be one MMR, two v two is going to be one MMR, and three v three is going to be one MMR. I think yeah. that's the most thing. So for extra modes, it'll be the the weakest, but I think it'll be. That it. yeah, that, that's what I'm kind of worried about because. They are vastly different, and they don't really <laughs> relate to each other at all. And a lot of people like some of them and hate others. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Um, it'd be it doesn't feel right to have one tournament MMR for extra modes, is what I'm pretty much saying here. Yeah, ex- agreed, agreed. Mm-hmm. Um, but I could see them doing it. They, uh, yeah, they could if they're lazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. which you know i don't know i don't know i like here's the thing it's like it is whenever i hear about things that are like you know like oh it takes time and like some things about this implementation what i keep thinking is like have they kept the team pretty much still pretty small you know what i mean i think they have which which is beyond me at this point you know what i mean like well mm-hmm. it I, I guess you do want to keep that same core team. Like, there's no way that core team would leave. But, like, there's a lot of things, especially if you want to... Well, okay. I'm, I, I feel like I shouldn't say too much because, like, entirely possibly, if there's, like, actually giant additions to the game coming, then there's probably, like, mm-hmm. full squads that have nothing to do with the main game right now that are working, like, on separate stuff. So... Yes. I'll reserve for myself sure. for that because I am still optimistic about, you know... Uh, you know... Rocket League Two, UE mm-hmm. UE Five. Well, it doesn't even have to be Rocket League. It doesn't have to be called Rocket League Two. Like I think it just be called well, Rocket League. But they're just gonna yeah. If it if it goes to UE Five, uh, Unreal Engine Five, um, then 
I, I consider that to be Rocket League 2, at least like working title. So, so if that happens, then then whatever. But if like if nothing happens for yeah. another two years, you know what I mean? As just like regular updates and stuff, I'm like, I can't believe the team is so expanded. You know, like to to be working yeah. on stuff beyond it. And I know they talked a little bit about the mobile game, but like I feel like the mobile game is this whole other division, right? It it is it is. I'm the Reddit post that mentioned it. Um, very much talked about it as if that like they didn't they kind of interacted, but they were just completely separate. Yeah, teams. it's a completely separate division. So like. <laughs> You don't really have to worry I, about that part. I've never been this negative, but there, there's something about, <laughs> as you'll see on the main sh- the main episode of the show, that maybe I've been influenced a little bit by our <laughs> guest. Um, I can definitely tell that. <laughs> um, but it's it's because in so in the week episode that you weren't right, we were, we were reading over like the posts that they made. It's like we were busy mm-hmm. like working on this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but treating the mobile game and the main community game as the same thing is just objectively the wrong thing to do. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They're not. <laughs> They're not. Uh, but okay. <laughs> Starting to say, no, 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 I'm kidding. I, Continue. I mean, actually a lot of these things, um, I think are very interesting. Uh, we're going to get into, um, mm-hmm. like I, I'm still excited for a new season. It's always fun, but like, this is always like a one month boost. And then it's like, okay, the season lasts like four months, you five months and you're like, okay. You know, like, mm-hmm. um, LTMs granted oh. for, for the season, actual, like the season past thing. I do like the decal and the hat. Oh, Just I, I love there. the hat. The hat's great. The, the hat's really great. cool. The decal looks amazing. Um, I I'm tired I'm, of decals, but this is some great looking decals. <laughs> that's a decal that I would use like straight up. Uh, if it's animated, I probably won't. But if it's just this, it's really nice. I okay, I just I just thought of something. This is such a dumb mm-hmm. implementation, but it's a possible idea. Sure. Like, you know how presets are set to presets? Like, you you kind of, like, preset yep. them beforehand? Mm-hmm. You should have the ability to have presets set to maps. And you kind of, like... Oh. make like a themed car for every map i think that'd be a lot of fun the people that like the artistic creative side of this game is to like that would be so fun uh <laughs> is, to, is to be able to like go through every map and have a preset for that map and it's like you know yeah. for instance the one that they're having for this new season could be like the card you're gonna use you know i, I think yeah. that'd be great that feels like something that only i would do but i would love it <laughs> well like imagine like people actually did it and then all of a sudden like every time you go into this like all the cars match the theme of the map, you know. I, yeah. Uh, you, you go into that racer one, and they're all like race car related, you know. I, <laughs> It'd be beautiful. I would love that so you much. Get, you get a voting system at the end of every game. You can vote be, like best on theme or something. Oh. So you, you vote the person who has the coolest <laughs> car. They have a yep, yep. load up. Well, we talked about load up splash screen. You have a load up splash screen. It could even be at the beginning of the game, like two seconds load up splash screen. It's like which is your favorite car of the five that are there if you're playing yeah. 3v3 and then you choose it and then at the end of the game that person i don't know the get, loadout splash screen that they already have in game by the if way if you get if you get a hundred of them you get artist extraordinaire or something i don't know you get a title you get a title. You don't even need to get anything you just get the, the pride of having the nicest car and that looks great <laughs> yeah yeah i know oh man stuff small small fun things well, no, but, but small fun things they're small fun things and they're quality of life nice and it, yeah is, is, is the yeah. big thing um yeah. it can't be the only thing 
which I guess is the bigger. Definitely not. <laughs> okay, LTMs, 2v2 Heatseeker coming back, and a couple rotational things. I like these rotational things. It's a nice yep, little touch-ups. Um, th- these are interesting like to it. me because mm-hmm. there's no real incentive unless you're down to play some new things in yep. uh, to, to really play them. Like, for instance, I played, like, we use a whole bunch of... Uh, mutators and we played um like for game night uh yeah last week we played um drop shot and stuff and i had so much mm-hmm. fun and i'm like this is great if i'm in a lobby with all the people i'm playing with um yes i don't know if i want silliness by itself right like i feel like they're for me to go yep. in and be like oh i want this it needs to feel like a completely different game mode right that's um, why i actually like how they did them because mm-hmm. they are in the casual uh playlist set and um they're on a rotation of like this this is here for you to have fun it's not going to be a competitive thing you can it's like basically designed for people who are on LAN, like playing split screen together or in a call or doing anything else like it it's fun and that's it and that's kind of perfect like i i don't have any issues with how they implemented this personally Maybe make them a bit clearer, but or a bit easier. No, no, to I have find, no like, issues. Uh, I'm, yeah. you know, I just know for my own personal thing, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. still a, a comp grinder. So, <laughs> oh, I'm 100 percent a comp grinder. But I, when I've I played, I think uh, I'm just looking more and more for people that transition out of being a comp grinder. You know, things that bring them back, and this, these things are nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, or I feel like you're trying to get yeah. your friend who like plays once every while, just be like, oh, there's a new game mode you can try out. You know, I, I think those are all nice stuff. Yeah, uh, for sure. Streamer safe music feature, great. I'm not going to say much. More I like that. that. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, th- this is an interesting one. This is, I think, this comes from people who hate the two partied in a in a three v three. Wabs, you are at times part of this gang, unless we're playing together. In which case, we. I am actively part of this gang. Um, I think the only time, even when we're playing on the same team, in a, yep, actively part of this game it. at all Got times. <laughs> Essentially, is if you're in comp three v three or comp three v three standard tournament, and you have two people, if you're if you're queuing two people, um, mm-hmm. you can't have a like. There's a certain gap. There's a gap limit. You have to be within three yeah. ranks of each other. Uh, yep. So, um. My thoughts on this are that maybe this will have an actual effect in the mid tiers, like let's say low gold to low diamond. Maybe um, it might have a, an effect where like there could actually be a whole bunch of players playing with their friends that are like way above or way below and mm-hmm. whatever. That's cool. Um, personally, I have never seen somebody uh, while I was champ three that was diamond two. I've never seen somebody while I was GC uh, one that was. Uh, champ one unless or diamond me. three Waps. unless it was uh, me well even still whenever we played together you were that three rank minimum and that was like the most extreme thing unless there was a party of three so this is going to have zero effect on me it might have some uh, some effect on the mid ranks that I'm not going to speak to so so if you look <laughs> at this um, so essentially if it's if you're C1, you can play with a GC1. Yes. Yeah. If Three, you're C2, four you can play with a GC2. And just like up and down, yeah. it goes like that. So eight. it's one um, like name rank, not number rank, but name rank. <laughs> I guess. Is, one I color rank. For. I know what this is for. I figured it out. 
<laughs> it's what? for the people who are like the better of the friend group, but the other people <laughs> in the friend group want to say they want to play ranked. They're like, sorry, can't do that now, dude. Uh, I'm too high, too high above you. Too high above you. <laughs> um, then they just grab their other friend who's even worse than them, and they're like, oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> uh, it's the poor Diamond 2 player that wants to, or the Plat 1 player that wants to play with the Diamond 2 player can't anymore, so they grab their Gold 1 friend, and it's like, hey, we're playing as a group of three now. This is what I'd call a so- soft nerf, or like it's just a small change i i think it's okay yeah. i i think it's probably lateral but it it, it feel like it'll affect yeah. a lot less people than it does but it, it'll affect those extreme cases essentially preventing someone mm-hmm. being like you know i'm champ one playing with a bronze one and let's go yeah know? yeah uh so yeah i think we'll leave with that uh imp- mm-hmm. improvements to casual we know that'd be frustrating your teammates to leave casual matches early so they take steps to improve that um they're adding an ability I... to forfeit casual matches. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think this is an improvement. I have a lot of issues because, one, it kind of takes away that thing of like, oh, it's casual, you can go in and out um, and like not really have to care about it because it's casual and who really cares? Uh, two, this is a very fringe case, but it does matter. How are the lowest MMR grinders supposed to play this game? How are you supposed to get the, the the minimum in casual? You can only do it in competitive now, um, <laughs> which is uh, trying to get the lowest or highest negative number, I guess, like the highest absolute value negative number. There's there's a bunch of players who are like, I need to, or I'm I'm grinding for the lowest. And when you get really really low, apparently it's basically just like GC3s and GC2s and SSLs playing a real game, and then whoever can hit forfeit at 330 the fastest gets their negative points and it's great <laughs> okay well as much as you enjoy so, that i i think very small objectively <laughs> that cannot be in casuals that's great that's fine it, yeah it, it shouldn't be um but that's a, <laughs> it's a yeah it's an extremely small set of players which is kind of a fun little small thing um but i think the adding the ability to forfeit uh actually promotes toxicity a lot because if someone's forfeiting then someone's not going to want to abandon but they're willing to forfeit most of the time and they'll try and pressure their teammate into forfeiting mm. um rather than just leaving which this is work no this is gonna make fine. casual matches feel like competitive matches it's actually trash and that's what i why i don't like it like you're yeah. removing the in and out ability i think the only thing that they had to do was make it so that at the end of a game mmr actually changed when somebody left like the mmr system got really funky and weird um at the end of a casual game if people were going in and out and if they just fixed that then that would be a slight incentive for the people who actually care about their casual rank to not leave and it would not change anything else for anybody else i think with this casual thing i think there's just be a casual queue and an open queue and the casual one they can make it like a less stressful competitive right but you're still kind of oh. worried about the like the mmr still changes and stuff um mm-hmm. and then the open one is literally the first six people um oh as, like as, regardless of mmr because i think a lot of people would like that for warm-up like just an open Maybe. thing like even if you're like against like the crazy things but like let's just hit the ball around and completely random people in there jumping in and out that That'd be interesting. I, I don't. Well, it's know like, what's the point great, of but... the casual queue? 
You know what I mean? Already? Yeah, Already. That's that's so, so like, yeah. might as well make it open because, like, that's actually what a casual... It should be, like, pickup, you know? Yeah. Whoever's yeah. there... You no, get, I, I actually you know, kind of agree. They show up and, like, one team has two players that are, you know, semi-pros. I mean, so be it. <laughs> yeah. If, if yeah. anything... <laughs> with that open thing um what you can do to like balance is like if, if there's like a five goal advantage be like asked to swap and like you just swap swap the players and then it's really like pickup that'd be kind of because that's what you do that's actually a decent idea you'd be like, yeah like you know when we do our, our 3v3 lobbies you'd be like yo okay like you know Messi's wrecking everyone so let's like balance the teams out here you know let's get Messi with the yeah. lower ranked players and and then have yeah no, that's actually a good idea. I kind of like that. Um, having an open queue that's that goes around those uh, those rules, maybe like tweaked in a way that Psionics is happy with. But having that, if they want to, as it seems, make casual slightly more serious, which I I I don't know. I don't like the making casual slightly more serious. Um, but if they added the open queue, then that would be actually a great addition. I think. Listen, I haven't talked about StarCraft in a while, but they introduced an unranked mode, okay? And the idea mm-hmm. was this is going to be a less stressful ranked mode, right? Like, <laughs> yep. Like, there's no, you know, there's still a hidden MMR, but, like, you know, there's no, like, ranks going up and down. It's where you can try new things and stuff, right? Um, yep. It died a death in a month, so. Yeah. I, I kind of feel like that's what they're doing. They're... If people want to play casual games, you're going to play with your friends. Like, you're not going to play... Like, if you want to just play for fun, you're going to have, like... You know, you're going to want to just hang out. You're not going to want to just... Yep. You know, and there's casual grinders. So, like, like I'm, for mm-hmm. some people, they really don't like the stress of the competitive mode. So, they'll grind the casuals. But, like, it seems like a completely different game, you know? Yes. And they're kind of adding that little bit of stress and it, it's such a small change like okay you can't just leave without being punished and they're adding a forfeit but that actually does matter just mentally like it does um so I, no, people I, are gonna do the same ridiculous stuff but instead of just being able to leave now you're gonna have to stick around exactly if your player that everyone's uh, being toxic uh, everyone stopped playing but no one's forfeiting you're just gonna have to stick around yeah. in this game that no one wants to play anymore no it, it's actually worse it's just going to be, it's, it's going to promote toxicity in the thing that's supposed to be casual. Where if somebody was toxic, okay, let me leave. There's already <laughs> some crazy people who are toxic. Casual. No, this, so, yeah. okay, of all the things that have been announced, I I think I'm thumbs up for everything here, except for yep, this one. Except for this. Yeah, this is a Fully thumbs agree. down. But everything else I think is, is, is a big or small thumbs up for me, so. Yep, yep, um, 100%. This will mean 100% there's no reason I'll ever play casual again, like literally. So there you yeah, go. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Because, uh, like, okay, if you're doing warm up and you're like, oh, I'm waiting for my friend to come in, or I need to do like two two minutes of warm up before my tournament match, oh, wait, I, my time was wrong and now it's only one minute. Now you have to abandon the game and it's like, oh, and now I'm going to get punished and I can't queue possibly for any mode. And like, I know you get your one abandoned per day, but let's say this happens twice in a day. I don't know. I don't know. I have a lot of, a lot of issues with it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and then we'll leave it at here, Wabs. Yeah, we, yeah. Everything else is great. I I love all of it. Actually, it's it's good. The, the uh, new seasons are always great. I'm excited. Um, yeah, like I said, I'll be streaming those things. Um, mm. and uh, wait, Wabs, do you hear that? 
You hear the countdown? The countdown timer? Oh my gosh. Is it time? 10, (laughs) 9, 8, 7. Come on, Wabs. 6. I'm not doing it. 5. We have a I can't. 3. Our time is going to be so off. 1. The Millennium JR 10. Back to the Epically Rockley Podcast. I am joined today by a very special guest. I'm joined today by Combo. How's it going, Combo? Very special. What a warm welcome. Uh, it's going good, man. How are you? Uh, I'm doing well. I'm doing. I'm, I'm saying very special. Um, I guess. I guess for longtime listeners, this is the most special. Uh, I'm actually. This is what I'm curious about, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there. I uh, sometimes. Okay, not all the time. I don't. I don't want to get that. You know, brand rep or my reputation tarnished here. But sometimes I'll look back and like. Um, you have all these like features for your analytics and stuff and yep. I look at uh, you know what's been listened to in the last week right and then when you see the steady like you know couple episodes in a row like this last week where it's like the first episodes are being listened to and it's ah. the same amount so there's like you know 10 people just going through all the episodes yeah um, I wonder what they do when they get to this episode but for them it's only been a month you know what I mean true good point <laughs> yeah well honestly I was even uh, it, it, it kind of warmed my heart I, I I really should know the guy's name but or person's name but somebody had said when I had said hello in the discord server recently I had no clue who they were but they had, like added me right away and they're like hi combo like uh, love you and I was like hi love you too like don't, I don't know you but <laughs> um, and then they had said they're like oh well I've been listening to all, like all the original episodes and like you've, you've added so much like you've helped me get better I'm like oh that makes me so happy I was like I, I sometimes forget that me not being on the podcast anymore it's not like it's like live streaming where like the people who came to my streams just now don't see me it's like they can go back and listen to episodes if they want to they can still get combo right which is really cool and i'm a big fan of that you're you're a spiritual um what's the word it's 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 uh it's there for forever as long as the right? internet exists, yeah at least. yeah it's pretty cool uh, or you take it all down in a fit of rage because something happens who knows dude? don't don't start foreshadowing my future uh, exactly. self-fulfilling prophecies here um no but uh yeah what would be the fitting rage is definitely the question yeah um so we want to have you on here uh this will be probably a little bit different show than uh, what most people are used to we will talk rock league but we'll kind of save it to the end i think cool um because uh so we we two weeks ago we had um some guests that had like never experienced rock league and we're going to oh. take some things so it'll be interesting to see. 
Uh, it's a it's a podcast I was on. Uh, their, their, uh, their new podcast called Gaming Together, and cool. yeah, I'll we had up. a lot of fun. Uh, so yeah, it's I will say me on their show is a lot wilder than them on our show. But, ah. Um, anyway, it, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I think. Yeah. Anyway, point being, they they had like no idea anything about the game. But for you, it'll be interesting because at the end of the show, what we'll do is, I have I have like a bullet point list of things I'm going to tell you, yep. and I'm going to get your reactions on like from the stuff that you knew beforehand. You know, cool. I mean? Yeah, I'm on board. See, see what you think of that. <clears throat> but before that, I'm sure, especially for longtime listeners and maybe some of the newer listeners who have went back and listened to the show, they probably know I don't know what's going on with you in your life. Um, so feel free, comma, to say as much or as little as you'd like. Um, but I'm sure there's a couple of people that'd love to know. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. no, I'll give uh, I'll give the last like year-ish rundown. I um, so I don't I don't remember exactly when I left the podcast. I don't know. Do you know offhand or no? It's, I think it's been pretty much a year at this. Okay, point. cool. So um, uh, assuming about a year, I so I kid you not, in about two weeks uh, from today, I, it would have been a year since I've moved back to Ontario from Alberta. Um, that sounds a yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I had my move right in the midst of the pandemic, which was very interesting. Uh, for those who, who didn't know, I, I had gotten a job back at my alma mater, uh, both... Um, uh, what do you go by these days? I don't even think I know your tag. Lazero. Lazero, uh, cool. Yeah, Lazero and I's uh, uh, alma mater. We, uh, I got to got a job working in residence there, which was awesome. But uh, honestly, I it just it didn't end up being what I expected, unfortunately. And that, mm. that I think really contributed to a lot of the like no online presence because I was very focused when, on trying to make. Yeah, hit when me. you're still in Calgary. No, here and when I came back oh, to Ontario, back. because Ooh. Calgary was not what I expected for sure. I was working way more than I expected. I I, I fought burnout heavily. Happy to talk a bit about burnout because I think only now am I finally starting to come out of the the sense of burnout. I'd say in the last month or so, uh, it's probably been a good year and a half. I'd say of like what I would help people work through as a, in my career, uh, I never realized it was happening to me alongside. And so it only hit me, I would say only a few months ago that like how bad the burnout actually was. And then now I'd say the last two months I've been coming out of it, but, um, yeah, so the, we'll get there, but I had gotten the job in at the uh, Brock residence and as the professional staff that I'd always like looked up to. So it was really cool. It was kind of like a big full circle moment. And unfortunately because of the pandemic and them not having as many students, they, they gave me a, a pretty back end role. It was like, uh, hey, you're a manager, but you don't get to manage people. You're you're a coordinator, but you don't actually coordinate any events. Uh, you do conduct, but you only do the backup conduct if other coordinators are busy. Even though I was on the same pay grade and, and position, and so like not to negatively speak about it, like it's still they're they're a great department, great residents. Um, but yeah, it just wasn't what I expected, and I was a little sad because I, I knew I had a lot to give and like wasn't really doing that, especially in the work from home uh, environment. Like that that was so much harder for me. I, I just don't work from home well at all. Um, mm. And yeah, so anyway, so I, I, I was only there for a mat leave coverage. So I only had a year contract. And uh, towards the last few months, I think it was heading into May of this year, uh, my boss in one of our 101s said like, oh, hey, there's a, I, I've always been really interested in student leadership. And she's like, oh, there, Brock is starting a new position called the leadership development coordinator. Uh, I think you should apply so that you can uh, like solidify a permanent job rather than just have the one contract applied, not really thinking much of it. And I bombed the first interview. First of my life, did I ever, I was like, I bombed, okay, that's probably an over an estimation. I got the job, so clearly I didn't bomb it. But um, the, it was not. I tend to ace interviews. Like I really, really like interviews. But uh, man, was I out of my league. I'm so used to talking residents with people. Literally, my two like things I could talk people's ear off about is esports and and student living uh, in a heartbeat. And then all of a sudden they're like, "Oh, uh, if you had to build a leadership development curriculum for a school, how would you do that?" That was in the 
that was the second question of my first round interview and i was like i've given this zero thought i have no clue i came in here blind as all uh and uh just kind of winged it and didn't think i'd get a call back and i did uh, did much better the second time around because i actually prepped and was a, a good employee or a potential employee and got the job so i've been doing that now for the last few months i basically i run workshops for students i um, do you actually get to meet people now uh, or? no nothing in person yet we're we're still fully virtual i'm funny enough as of next week where I'm, I'm finally going to meet all my because i haven't met any of my coworkers, right like I, I haven't seen a single one of them in person i don't know what they they really look like um or how we go which is so weird and so i finally get to meet them all in person next week because we're going into the offices to start cleaning them out and get ready for students to come back in september uh, so yeah that's kind of been my year work wise and and because of that hasn't been as much gaming hasn't been as much online involvement just um really kind of fell off quite a bit of it and when i do game uh, it's really just with my uh, my old teammate and like good friend uh, romeo sierra we, we live together now and uh yeah we'll, we'll game little rocket league maybe for an hour or we'll play we'll play a lot of battlefield recently or uh things like that so uh, that's kind of been it that, that's been my year i, I burnout hit me hard man it uh, i didn't really expect it but i think between streaming podcasting coaching a full-time job that i was put, putting like 60 to 70 hours a week into and 24 7 on call for crisis support which i was getting called a few times a week it uh mm-hmm. it added up quick I, I, it really hit me hard and i i it literally like things just started getting picked off like streaming stopped first coaching stopped near after that podcast stopped near after that um ended up quitting that job and coming back to ontario so like yeah clearly clearly burnout hit me pretty hard no i i think that makes complete sense i, I think there's so much underappreciated especially when you're doing that kind of job where you are the support system for a lot of people mm-hmm. um how it takes a lot out of you, you absolutely know? yeah uh, I think especially if you're empathetic right like you you feel it right <laughs> like you feel really really feel it Especially if you're good at it, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, you, you definitely need the empathy um, and, and and the ability to listen and understand. And I think that's definitely very tough. No, I, I think, I think, yeah, it, it's it's so interesting. I think more than anything, everyone's kind of in this last year realized a lot of things that are more important and less important. You know, what completely I mean? agree. Yep. Uh, and I think there's there's no denying that. I mean, I. Personally, for me, I think like finding balance is is something that I'm continuously trying to do, mm-hmm. um, and that's that's definitely something that that continues on. And I'd, I'd like I it's it's kind of interesting because I so so I guess to give you an update on some things that we're doing at least in the podcast. Yeah, right? me, yeah. Um, so we've you know we we it's it's now kind of become it's it's me and uh, it's me and Wabs, mm-hmm. um, and we're you know, we're the duo and the sometimes we'll have a guest on and stuff and, and uh, stuff like that. So it's, it's mostly just us, which is, which is great. But we've also added two more podcasts, one for Age of Empires, one for Pokemon. Ooh, um, how's but, the Pokemon one? I've been playing a ton of Pokemon Go. Uh, I, I bought Sword Shield a good year back. Loved it. Uh, first Pokemon game I played since uh, Leaf Green, funnily enough. And uh, Whoa, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I love everything it. about what you said. Uh, yeah. Don't listen to our Pokemon Sword and Shield. <laughs> oh, really? Why? <laughs> uh, I... I think okay. Here it is. Did you? Oh, here's a. You, you said you were playing Pokemon Go, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I still. I literally was just playing Did earlier you, today. I took another have walk. Have you had a chance to play Let's Go? No, don't Vee, touch those. Let's don't touch Vee. those. Never did. You're saying that because for me, it's. I feel that game is way more polished than Sword and Shield. Um, you, Let's Go is, I, was more polished than than Swish. You think? Then what? That's Swish, yeah. Swish is yeah. What a lot of people I talk to. Yeah, it's, that's it's, funny. That's yeah. hilarious. I I I think look wise, a hundred percent. It looks cool. so much prettier. Okay, cool. Um, I will say though, like 
I, I miss the Pokemon Go phase, and yep. they have that Pokemon Go mechanic, so I think that's why I'm enjoying it. Probably uh, more than people who, who played Pokemon Go for a year and they're like, yeah. So I, I grind it. So I remember I downloaded an Australian VPN when Pokemon Go was was announced <laughs> because they were the first to to get it released. They got the beta release, and so I had it about a month and a half before most of my friends or like other Canadians. Um, and so by the time I got it, I was like already I think it was like level twenty or something. Um, when when most of my friends started getting it, and like that that I think it was what is it 2016? That summer was awesome. Uh, Ryan, my roommate and I, we, we would often like just drive to like small cities like Port Credit and stuff in, in Southern Ontario that we hadn't really ever visited because we're like, oh, let's see what Pokemon they have there. And then we'd play <laughs> for like two hours and then go explore the city for the other like four or five. Like, it, it was a really, really cool summer. And so that was with the pandemic. That was kind of my hope of that. It'd be an excuse to go walk, an excuse to get out, an ex- excuse to go do things. And uh, same thing, having a blast. I definitely don't play any. I used to play every day. I definitely don't play every day anymore. But um, yeah, man, it's a uh, it's pretty cool. But yeah, I love Sword Shield. I, I was really into it. I definitely found some 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 gimmicky things here and there like I, you know uh, what yeah, it, i i still like the game i yeah. just maybe okay so let me put it this way um i think so our podcast essentially what we did is we started with sword and shield yep and now we've been working our way reviewing every game kind of oh i love yellow. that uh and or red i guess red blue and yellow is the first episode is this you and wabs doing it it's, it's actually no it's me and and, and uh my friend matt nice um, i'll give it a listen man I'm well, here. yeah you get a listen um I will say though, maybe maybe I think I've become more critical because as we review the things, there's so many things that like you see in the earlier games. Like it's it's I think it's only because of the fact that I'm comparing it to like previous games. Absolutely, and, like, yeah. The nostalgia yeah. as well as is some yep. of the critical thoughts are coming out. But I, when I played Sword, Sh- I mean, listen, I've completed Sword and Shield and got the full Pokedex, so I, I yep, must have same. loved the game. There's, same, no, right? yeah. <laughs> there's no there's yeah. no way I didn't enjoy the game. Absolutely. Uh, but same. I, it, I think they were trying to do so much with it, and and sometimes when you try to do too much, the like main core uh, game isn't it it isn't as polished. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I, think, I can totally see that for sure. I think I think they definitely did a by the numbers game in, in some sense, right? Yeah. Um, and then added a wild uh, area as the, as some of the gimmicks. Yeah. I, Anyway, I love so my two quick things before we I love <laughs> that we've now moved on to Pokemon. But um, the one I love the wild area. I thought that was cool as hell. Like I really, really enjoyed it. Like I, I was able to just like just to be able to bike around and like especially in online and hella jank. I hate Nintendo's online services. Makes me so sad. But um, makes no sense. They're one of the biggest, if not the biggest gaming company on the planet. And they can't afford decent online. That makes no sense. But um, they and you pay for it. And you pay for it. It's crazy. I just canceled my subscription because I was like, why do I need this? This is terrible. The only reason I get it is for the NES game or like. Like the, like right the exactly okay. and uh but yeah so, so that was frustrating but nonetheless wild area really cool makes me excited for uh Ar- legends arceus if it's anything like it that, that'll be really cool and then uh the second was this is my first time ever trying like competitive pokemon i did a ton of research doing it did a ton of reading watching videos uh i ended up becoming a big guy uh, trick room team and, and had a lot of fun doing that and uh yeah it was super cool man i i, I it was because i who was it uh, I think it would it may have been Ludwig. Um, one of the big content creators had Wolfie uh, on the the VG. What is it? VGC um, world champion. I don't know if you know him or anything, but uh, really really cool guy. Very very well spoken. Could talk about Pokemon really well. And I was like, oh, this seems really cool, and got pretty interested. Had a nice Pokemon phase because of it. Oh no, yeah, no, I think it's great. I mean, I think what my one big thing about like especially Pokemon is it's the one like series that I'm definitely like an alien on an island that doesn't know anything about 
anyone in the scene you know what i mean oh just cool kinda, like, that's good to know the yeah. podcast, yep. you know like uh and I, we're just gonna be like yeah i just love the games and my friend you know my my friend from uh elementary and high school also loves the games and we're just gonna talk about it that was kind of tell, tell me that's not your flow though i think that that's a, i think that's your business like mentality i not to, to put you in a bucket but i think you do well with that because you like creating content about things that you enjoy but you're smart enough to get people who have knowledge and information on the things even if you're let's say the least knowledgeable about it to run it right like you hosted asap when we started you asked me to come on when you knew nothing about the pro scene you were a gold player and you were like still so new to the scene and now you're doing i see your titles episode 139 um <laughs> out of nowhere right like i think that's just your business model it works well i, I think that's a really cool thing that you you tend to tackle that's actually so interesting yeah no i i think you're right i think we got lucky with you I'm going to be honest. <laughs> uh, we definitely did that. We got you on the second episode. Yeah. Because I think in the original model, it was just going to be me and Wabs just talking whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, like, for instance, I'm actually seeing that in my Age of Empires podcast right now, where the one thing I'm really missing is is someone that has that like higher level. like Absolutely. Knowledge. Right. And, yeah. And it, there, it adds there a really lot isn't anyone there so it's like okay i'm gonna have to do a little more research and a little more work you have to be end. that person yeah yeah, yeah, yeah i totally see that, that person no, man, no. i see you like a joe like a joe rogan kind of style right it's like like you're you're a knowledgeable dude about a lot of things but you're you're not an expert on a lot of the things that you like to talk about so what better way to then to produce good content than bring in maybe not perfect experts but like close to an expert right uh, i think yeah. it's a really good mentality but I, I guess I guess my second point, you know, kind of going back a little bit, we we're talking about balance. Um, I think one of, one of the big things that I don't like is, and I think why I'm getting a lot of friends now on these podcasts, like most of the people I've known a lot of my life at this point, uh, the, like for the Age of Empires and Pokemon, is because it's like I'm at a point where I need this to not be a job. If mm-hmm. that makes sense, absolutely. Yes, it at least at least not make me exhausted or like super tired when I do it. Absolutely. Um, and I, I think like with Rock League right now, it's it's so much flow. Like, you know, especially Wabs and I, we just like throw it up and we're like, here it is. We're just talking. We're having fun. Nice. We're That's good, man. About it. Um, and but with the newer shows, it takes like a while before you get that thing. So yeah. hopefully before the end of the summer, you know, once the school year starts and I'm teaching again, I'll have uh, I'll have all, everything kind of running smoothly and then nice. uh, I won't overwhelm myself. Yeah, so I mean, even yeah, to that point, the, the exact feeling you're describing is the exact feeling I was having towards the end of my my stint with the podcast, and I I didn't quit, or at least I didn't. I, I'd like to say I didn't quit selfishly, or for the like I just don't like it, therefore I don't want to help anymore. It was more of a like I don't think I'm going to produce as much quality content because I'm. It feels like work. It doesn't feel like I was having fun anymore. Um, mostly not because of you guys, not because of the community, everything. It was all growing. It was all going really well, and still is. It was more just because I think Rocket League itself. Like I, I passed my competitive I love stint. I coaching a lot of the guys who I was coaching were starting to do really well. And like, I was starting to run out of things that I was able to like feel good about coaching them on. Like I really prefer team coaching, uh, as a fun little side note, I'm, I'm picking up, a uh, uh, <laughs> under 10 minor hockey team here in uh, St. Catharines and, and coaching them, which would be really exciting. Awesome. Uh, yeah, I'm pumped for that to go. But yeah, I love team coaching. And so as soon as I stopped team coaching, like through college or through any other groups that I was helping and only went independent and then the podcast, I think a lot of it just felt like work. And I was like, oh, I don't want that. Like the, this is car soccer at the end of the day. I want it to be like a fun just game and leave it at that. And now when I play, I play maybe let's say once a week for like less than an hour. And it's awesome every single time. Like Ryan and I will go in, we'll we'll play, let's say eight games. We'll finish seven and one. And we're like, that was a great session. And then not play anymore and then leave it at that. And it's a, that's, that's kind of what I wanted, right? So totally agree though on that, that level of balance, especially before you start work, getting that all solidified. That makes complete sense. 
Yeah, no, uh, for sure. And I guess talking about balance, I have I have kind of related to you know you're kind of giving the recap of the last year, but there were there were a couple of things. You don't have to answer all of these, but no, yeah, you can yeah. answer maybe one of them uh, here, where I want to know one thing uh, that you learned in this past year about um, work, relationships, or um, life. You can you can choose where you want to take that. I'll start at the top. Thing. Yeah, I'll start at yeah. the top. Um, work. What have I learned about work? I I think, it, funny enough, I, I'll shout out Pawn, uh, and I don't even know if I'm like I'm breaking embargo by talking about this, but uh, Pawn, uh, Pawn shot me a message a couple weeks back just to check in, and I really appreciate it. We were chatting for a little bit, and uh, he, he's working on a TED Talk, uh, funny enough. And he is, yes. Uh, yeah. Okay, cool. I'm glad you know this. I, I didn't know if I was like spilling the beans, but yeah, he's working on a TED Talk, and a lot of it has to do with work and, and with burnout and um, the this concept of, of identity with your work. And um, after him and I chatted about it. I gave him some feedback, and 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 we were just going through his ideas. I ended up getting on my own little stint where I started, I've now read a, I've read a book about it ever since. I, I've read a few articles. I've been watching some videos. Like the, this concept of work identity versus personal identity has been really interesting to me, specifically because I think when when the pandemic hit, and or not even when probably midway through the pandemic, I had moved, I got into a new job, and I wasn't enjoying the job. And I had this like I wouldn't call it go as far to say existential, but I had this this like deeply anxious few nights where I was sitting there and I'm like, I am unhappy at work. I went to university to be a school teacher and I changed my program and, and cut the education part so I could focus on my residence work. And now I have the job that I was dreaming of years before I even expected to have it and I'm not enjoying it. Uh, and so then I was like, who, who am I then? What is my identity then? Because I quit all my Rocket League stuff. So clearly esports isn't the identity anymore. I'm not playing hockey because it's the pandemic. So I don't have my sports to do it with anymore. I am not enjoying my residence work and I can't see any of my friends that I would like to see because I'm a pandemic. And obviously, three of the four things I just brought up were COVID related. So therefore, I, you, I needed to keep reminding myself of a, like, no, it's just this is hard times for everybody. This is not just me. Um, but it, it was a really good reflection of that. If, if you asked me, what do I do? The first thing I'm going to tell you is that I do student support. I, I've worked in residence, all these kind of different things. But why is that where, where I have to go? Why can't I instead talk about the things I'm interested in or talk about the passions that I have or the values that I have or things along those lines? And so I think that was a big learning of work for me of that I find. Uh, and you, I'm sure you can relate to this as a teacher as well. And a lot of the like um, student facing or like service facing areas or careers, uh, it's so easy to, to just make that your identity, right? Like every, every friend I have who's a teacher it's like when they when someone asks me who they are i'm like oh they're oh they're a primary junior teacher oh they're a, a ji teacher whatever that is because that's their just their identity and same if i'm sure if people talk about me they're like oh yeah he works at brock he's a he's a student service guy and and, and leave it at that but i'm like ah, like we can do a lot more than that and so i think that was my big my big learning of that um especially early professionals like people around our age i think they need to start really start thinking early in their careers about who are they outside of their career right and, and outside of what that means and that, that was pretty impactful for me and so even when i've had some some anxieties about my new job since it's it's very new and I'm, I'm not as good as i'd like to be at a lot of it yet uh that's just been my biggest reminder of like ah, take a step back big guy like like remember your one i'm in a new role and two it's it's not my entire life like i i went out for beers with a buddy last night and we talked politics all night and i'm like oh yeah like i haven't done this for a while like, I been able to talk about like interests like i love political science and and the idea behind it so getting to do things like that but yeah then i'd say that my big learning of, of le learn to separate that identity i love that i absolutely love everything about that um i i think it's funny because 
especially when I was in teacher's college and then like the last year or whatever, mm-hmm. a lot of people had it as its identity. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and who could blame know, them? I, right. Like it's, it takes up your entire life. It, it does. It does. I think this is definitely like, you know, you're talking about like those sleepless nights where like, this isn't quite what I want to do or really what I want to do. And I'm sure, um, especially when I was teaching for free essentially right during during, like the university time i was like i don't know if i can do this right absolutely um i think in this last year so i I taught virtually this whole year yeah um and i had my own class for the first year oh good for you man and it was really stressful in the beginning um but there was like a point i mean i was super stressed don't don't get me wrong but there was (laughs) kind of like a point where i was like by the end of the year where i'm like I think I'm okay with doing this, mm-hmm. um, which is interesting because it's it's kind of weird to say this, but it was the first time. Like, okay, let me, let me give a background a little bit, right? Uh, I started teaching like athletics when I was around 14, 15 years old, right? Yep. I, I taught karate, I taught snowboarding, um, and and a whole host of other things up until essentially even during university when I did my undergrad and everything. And then, and then I switched to teacher's college. So I knew teaching was a thing I like to do. Um, I know one thing that's always bothered me is like the bureaucracy and like the, the, the yeah, the bureaucracy, the paperwork of the yeah, classroom. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Big time. That was a huge thing that drove me away. Um, and then like, uh, I think parents is big these days, you know, talking to parents, uh, it can be very stressful. Although it, I think you just have to be preemptive in, in discussing things and uh, not everyone's going to love you. You kind of have to accept that as well. Um, but the, yeah, I guess more than anything, it's, it's kind of, uh, I hadn't felt as a teacher, there was a time where I was like, until this year, there wasn't a time where I felt like, I thought that was a good day. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of weird, crazy just to think that given that I guess I like part-time taught last year and I've done all these practical things the previous two years, but mm-hmm. for the first time with my own class, there are certain days where I was actually like, no, this is good. You know, like Absolutely, I, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like it was meaningful, you know, yep. more than anything. And I think that part is definitely what brings me back um, to it. And so I, I think, you know, with, with specifically the job for me, well, I guess going back to what you were saying about how like you didn't like that I defined it. I think one thing that I kind of looked at teaching like is that it made doing my hobbies a lot easier. Mm. Um, because if I wasn't a teacher, you know what I mean? Yep. I think a lot of people can just be like, yeah, I'm a teacher and I do all these like side projects, right? Yep. Um, is a lot easier to tell somebody in, instead of uh, I don't have a job and <laughs> oh, for sure, <laughs> or, right? I don't have a career and I'm doing all these side projects for sure <laughs> that don't bring in money, you know, like agreed that 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 is something that uh that i think a lot of people you know just society like in, in canada especially right in canada teachers are looked on favorably yep um to, to some extent uh, at, least, <laughs> at least job at least job security and job prospect yep. wise um unlike in the states where i think there's a very other different comment connotation but I'll, I'll digress from that conversation but regardless i think uh i think definitely i'm i'm kind of getting to that point i'm like okay if i could get you know like uh you know middle to high school full-time especially if we could have a couple years in a row so i don't have to worry about curriculum writing as much i i i'm seeing i'm seeing an acceptance for myself and enjoyment of it good Um, man and i and i think what goes beyond it as well is 
job i i think job security is important as well right i think there's a certain amount of, like unless i knew there's something else that i could viably see a career in you know what i mean that i could sustain myself on um and that i would like more than this job mm-hmm. i don't really think there's any reason to really like go out right now where i'm at because i like it enough <laughs> yep, so absolutely uh yeah. i think that's kind of where i'm at with with you know i guess acceptance in some ways but um, I think it's actually good because it, it's calmed me down a little bit. Absolutely, yeah. The the anxiety that I think I've I've felt at random times over the last year, and I, I'll be I'll be very honest. I've I've worked in mental health now for eight years, and it's the first time that I'm like feeling mental health personally. And and mm. it, 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 it's weird, man. It, it's really weird. I'm hoping on on the other end, I come out an even better support. Like I hope that's because I, now I have that relatability. Like forever, it was that I've I focused so long for years to master my my communication and listening skills so that I could talk someone out of suicide or talk someone out of things like that. Like like that was a very important part of my job. Something I did often, unfortunately, or fortunately, depending how you see it. And I so now to be the one dealing with it uh, has been weird. And normally I'm so used to being a student where I have free counseling. I have free doctors i have all these kind of free things and, and brock's great brock brock gives me benefits but um i don't have a therapist or or a um a not psychologist psychologist or psychologist a counselor okay. um yeah the, the lower tier ones the therapist counselor i don't have benefits for that i only have benefits for psychiatry and i'm not at a point that i think i need psychiatry um and so it's like i just wanted to kind of like dump you know like just be like oh this is what i'm feeling take take it and go because i i'm lucky enough that i i've have the background education that i know how to actionably get out of these feelings but it's also just nice to talk about the feelings like that's just a very easy release so um that's been an interesting part for me as well but uh, no man I'm, I'm happy to hear about the the teaching and everything it's those moments that you're talking about of like the the really wholesome like oh like I, i'm happy with the impact or i'm happy with the what i'm doing right now that i would say that's the biggest thing i've been missing because in when i was in my res role with brock i wasn't able to get any of those since i was backup for everything and most things were virtual so i'd never really got any of those like ah like they're getting it kind of moments um for me because I, I whereas like you have you may have your your students for a few hours or whatever that is i only had students in conduct meetings i only got to see them if I, they were in trouble so i never really got those like helping moments all too much and then when i moved into this role now it's fantastic i love like i, I get emails often now from students t- telling me how they're using some of the skills i teach them and those are always really nice but i don't know man i, I think i'm missing i might be missing the crisis i think that's the big one right now that i'm i've gotten so used to helping people in crisis and not having that anymore is kind of weird uh so i, I back to my identity point it's been very interesting but yeah i think those are my, my big views on work more than uh more than recently so awesome awesome all right uh we'll get to that second one now uh you, once again you can say as yeah. little or as much as you'd like it's a yeah, tough one man it is a tough one yeah. i weird man i relation i i think the reason that i'm weary to talk a lot about it because i was talking about that the whole idea of like having an expert on is that this is where i think i'm now i'm feeling the least confident in my own abilities of terms of like learning and understanding relationships currently uh so i'm like oh what do i want to talk about it but i think that's something that i can talk about because then people might get something from it um recently so i've i've always been historically just like monumentally terrible at reconnecting with people at, at, at texting someone mm. for a beer or texting someone to check in or, or things like that. If you are not actively a part of my life, you'll probably never hear from me. And I don't like that. That's a, that's a really, it's a really dumb thing to do in my opinion. Cause I, I've always been somebody who has a lot of connections. Like I have a lot of acquaintances is kind of what I'd say. Um, like there's, there's so many, so many people in my life that I could message tomorrow and I could probably get them to FaceTime me or take a call and just catch up and which is really cool. So why don't I 
take those. Like, I haven't been able to figure that one out yet. Um, and uh, let me tell you, I racked my brain a lot of nights recently on how to do that. But what I will say is in the last two weeks specifically, I've been doing much better at it. I've been texting friends. I've been even in the ASAP server. I, I said a couple of hellos and, and had messaged some people like trying to just get back to the people that like I, I care about all the people in the ASAP server. I care about my friends. But if I don't show it for over a year, then I, I, who can I blame if they're like, ah, he obviously doesn't care and like doesn't want to uh, interact other than myself. So, uh, yeah, recently it's, it's been nice. Like last year I went out, uh, sorry, last night I went out for, for a beer with uh, a buddy, went downtown for a little bit and we're hanging out the night before got to go see two other friends, which was really fun throughout that last Tuesday. I went out for another drink with one of my old colleagues. Like uh, I've been doing a lot better now at like messaging people. And I think if, if there's anything I've learned about it is that, um, especially post pandemic, anyone who has wanted to see you in some capacity in your life probably wants to see you again, unless some, <laughs> unless some major negative thing has happened. Cause I think I do, uh, my, my psychiatrist who I tried once told me this and I appreciate it. It's something I've, I t- took the most from her, um, was the, the idea of mind reading behind anxiety of the, this concept of that. Like if I, let's say make, I was, I was driving earlier. I, I made a, a really sharp left turn cause I, I just was focused elsewhere as I was driving uh, kind of dumb. And there was a car who, uh, like that was just on the other lane, didn't do anything to them. They didn't do anything to me but all i thought about for the next 20 seconds is like oh they probably think i'm a terrible driver and all these kind of things and then i had to like kick myself i'm like what one why do i care if they think i'm a terrible driver two i don't even know who they are so like why am I trying to read their mind? Like I have no idea. They could have been texting for all I know and and not doing that. And so that was the kind of same learning I had to take to my friends of that. I I think I felt sometimes of like, ah, I won't text them because like maybe they're busy or maybe they don't want to see me or, or like they're also probably anxious from the pandemic. So I won't text. But uh, that that's such a dumb notion. That makes no sense. If, if somebody, if, if nothing negative has happened since the last time you saw somebody and you text them or message them or whatever it is, chances are they're probably gonna be pretty excited to, to see you coming from the person who will never text other people right like you message me saying i want to be back on the podcast i mean so i'm like of course like i i'll never ask you to do it but you ask me i'm, I'm all on board like i'd love to if someone asked me to go get a drink who i haven't seen in like 10 years in a heartbeat the answer is yes i'll drive 80 kilometers to go see them just so i can have some human connection these days right uh yeah that, that's kind of been my big learning recently of the like the, the no re- no reason to mind read or think that people don't want to see you like if 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 they cared about you at some point and nothing negative has happened they probably still care about you and they're more than more than happy to hear from you right and that's been a big one for me i think that's an amazing point yeah i i think like it, it's interesting too because i think like i have like uh you you kind of have to build it into your schedule or build it into your routine to, like, <laughs> exactly my next point well. I, I literally write them in my schedule man every monday right now i have a recurring meeting request in my in my calendar for 8 p.m to, and it just says text a friend and i just open my contacts and find a friend and text them that's what i've done the last two mondays and it's been amazing i've seen i've seen like five or six friends already just because of that right i completely agree it's it's so hard just to do organically at least for me and i don't know if it's similar for you but uh, yeah, no, I, I mean, I, I think for me as well, I, I mean, secretly, like the podcast has actually let me catch up with a lot of my friends. True. But, great point. Um, you know, I even Wabs, Wabs is probably one of my closest friends and mm-hmm. uh, 100% if the podcast wasn't going on, we'd probably talk significantly less. For so, sure. So uh, it's dual purpose, I guess, for the podcast sometimes, because uh, I think I think. Like even even so, we do that Robin Kyle show especially not mm-hmm. not on Rocket League nights, but we'll do like a Robin Kyle show some random random night, and that's where we talk about whatever, right? Um, which which I guess you know this kind of first thirty minutes would probably be an approximation of what the Robin Kyle show was like with all the different topics. Um, but 
like sometimes we'll end the show and then talk another hour or two. Ah, uh, uh, that's nice. I love that. Yeah. Or, or, or before the show, we'll, we'll start talking about something. Usually, usually after I'm going to be honest, usually I'm like ready to get the show. And then once the show's done, I'm like, okay, so the things we didn't talk about the show, let's mm-hmm. or, Yeah. How you doing today, man? Details. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Um, no, I, I think you're totally right. I mean, it, it's also like not an obligation to make sure you're reaching out to everyone. Cause I think at least in my personality, that's not part of it. Exactly. But I, I think, you know, finding a habit that you create, like I heard this once from, from a content creator I really admire. And he's like, yeah, I have like, he, he always drove, um, he would like he'd choose one day of the week and he like drove to work and be like 30 45 minutes and like every morning he'd he'd call someone uh and and just like another per like a different person sorry maybe it was like every, once a week but it was like mm. he'd call someone during that time and that was like his dedicated talk to someone he didn't talk to in that's a while cute i love that yeah and that's my big thing man it's like i i if i know it's not like the same way i if i want to learn a, a cool flick or, or something in rocket league or do something like that uh, if i want to learn this skill and get better at the skills make it muscle memory just start scheduling and practicing that skill simple as that right and the the uh, is exactly how i've been looking at it too of like i'm just trying to find interesting ways that i can slide that in um and that, that's been even int- more interesting i find with my with my girlfriend as well of that we we talk daily there's nothing that hasn't changed since we started dating and well before we started dating but uh, now it's a like if weirdly i'm losing time that i would normally just spend like to give her a call or things like that and so it's now the, turning into even more of a balancing act now at this rate too of a uh, even recently we haven't talked as much because i've just been busy and seeing other friends and doing things like that and i i kind of feel bad so like that's also been an interesting part of it as well but um yeah man I, i'm just so i'm thankful that i'm i'm finally waking up and actually reaching out to people like even in the last three days i've uh, been dming three different people that i met through like this podcast which has been really nice uh we've been like on and off talking for a little while and that makes me very happy because people just haven't heard from in a long time and almost all of them instigated the message with me and I, i'm like off like I, for right away as soon as they send the first matches i was like firstly hi secondly thank you so much for like messaging me it's like it's just not something i do so i really appreciate you uh actually checking in yeah no for sure for sure uh okay we can probably now go on to that last one here this Life. is a hard one this is the hard one man um i don't know honestly funny enough those two things like your first two questions were like work relationships has been my biggest focus in the pandemic right so you, you nailed it with those topics and that i think in tune has been my learning of life but um i don't know i, I think can, my, my can I yeah hit me propose yeah. something maybe yeah. and see see what you think here hit me um I think that when it comes to perspective that we've kind of been given during the pandemic uh, forcefully so I think you kind of realize that the things that you need in life are a lot simpler Agreed. than you might imagine. Agreed. Um, you know, that the creation of habits that actually follow the pattern that will lead you to be uh, at least enjoying or content with life Um is a lot harder said than done, but what they actually are and, and how simple they actually are um, is, is something that I think a lot of people probably realize the pandemic, uh, you know, connection face to face. Like I'm, I'm definitely one who's definitely tired of video calls. with people. Uh, Absolutely uh, terrible. They, I'm they so take hurt. more out of me. Um, and like, I'm, I'm, I'm generally a person. I mean, some people might not see this in podcasts, right. But I'm generally a person that um, when I'm, uh, Maybe not if I'm doing a show with Wabs, but <laughs> but if I if I'm if I'm presenting a show, right, or if I'm if I'm teaching a class, right, I can do a very good job, but it it takes energy out of me. Yep. Um video calls are even worse for me because they're 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 
I need to not only do I need to be on with with like my concentration, but I also kind of like I'm, I still have that visual aspect of like you know trying to read people, but you can't really read people. Absolutely, that that's uh, where I think all the energy goes. I completely it's like I live nonverbal communication is an incredibly important part mm. for me, and not getting any of it ever is is really weird. And I agree, I, I waste so much more mental energy just trying to read people than what I would ever do in person. Right? Like I, and your even, face has to has to show like yeah, your face just can't look tired. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, there's a lot more into it. So, um, no, I completely agree, man. Uh, the the connection piece has been a big one and uh something i think i'm i'm learning quite a bit of and yeah i think for me specifically really wild timing because i had moved across the country to then not really have many friends obviously in calgary and uh started then like streaming and i had more since i wasn't out with people all the time i had more time inside so i was like oh my like if i'm like not because any the few times i tried going to bars or things in calgary it never really worked because when i talked to girls they thought i was hitting on them when i'm like i promise you i'm not and then when i talked to guys they're like who is this random dude talking to me so i, I as an adult i just found it kind of hard to make friends until i started making friends with my colleagues and people at the school i was working at but but, um, it's so, such a reality, right? It sucks. If you're yeah. younger, try to make make you know, as even many if friends. you're awkward. If you're even if you're awkward and and, and social like socially shy, just just try to do it anyway. Yeah, because it's significantly your your skills have to be significantly better. And on top of that, you yep. also have to like you in most situations like where where I have my friends as an adult. It's I've had a friend introduced me to a agreed group. completely agreed that's it yeah. or you have an, like a structured shared interest like you sign up for a uh, a sports team with like a bunch of randoms and then you become friends yeah. on that team like my my only one throughout the pandemic was one of my friends so this, so this actually hits both of our <laughs> points my I had a, a mutual friend who invited me to play on a trivia team with her old uh university friends and so then i became friends with all her university friends so we not only had the structure of trivia every thursday online that we could all like hang out and connect but i met the group through a friend uh, which is uh, completely agree that that's like the only way i'm really making friends these days but um yeah the, the it's just so hard to it was hard for me to do it so i ended up spending a lot of time inside and then funnily enough the timing just was weird because by the time i finally made friends in calgary the pandemic hit so i couldn't really see them anymore uh and so then that all stopped and then by the pandemic just kept running until i then moved away from calgary so i didn't really get closure with those friends so i was excited to see my friends in person when i came back to niagara but it's a pandemic so i wasn't able to see any of my friends in person until only now and yeah it, it's been like that has easily been the thing I've missed the most, I think, because I've always been either in residence or other places where I'm surrounded by friends at all times. And then to have none um, or now one with living with Ryan um, has been has been weird. So, yeah, I'm taking every opportunity to get out. I'm taking every opportunity to see friends and um, even so. But it's the weird part is it still feels weird, right? Like being in public, at least for me. And I think a lot of other people have like I've now lost a lot of those social skills and habits <laughs> that I used to have because I haven't practiced those muscles in a long time. Right. Uh, which is another whole thing to, to be thinking about and, and go from there. My, my friend last night had a really good point. He'd said, the, if we really think about how we, um, when I say we more Canada, maybe, maybe more collectively the Western world, responded to COVID, um, we, we truthfully adapted fast. The, the general public adapted very, very fast. Like it was not as, as slow as it may have felt or if people felt behind. Like at the end of the day, we, we survived. Like, like most work went online. A lot of places were able to very, very, quickly adapt to, to, to working through that and so my hope is that despite it feeling a little awkward right now being out in COVID at least for me and in my area and seeing friends it, it we will adapt fast again right like we'll, we'll probably even faster because at least now we're not adapting to the the new new we're adapting to something we've, we've already been familiar with so um that that's a big hope for me at least uh, coming out of the pandemic now yeah, knock on no, wood I, coming out <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah uh who knows who knows but um I think 
I think generally, I think that that acceptance of connection is, is so big. Yep. Um, such a big part of that, the life things that you've learned. Um, yeah, but I don't, beyond that, I, I think, uh, I think we can probably keep it rolling here. Cause, uh, yeah. Between me and you, I feel like we could probably do like a full two hour show just on this. I was I fully think, expecting us to do it anyways. So yeah, you, 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 you'd be the timekeeper. <laughs> I get, I'd be the timekeeper a little bit here. Um, I mean, you know, maybe this will be a prompt for in a couple of months down the line to do another general show, I guess. Uh, I think that might be fun. Yeah, like I was talking um, about connection, man. You you tell me when you want me, I'll probably say yes. <laughs> so, yeah, I I don't want to burn you out though cuz I I know I know that can also start to to wear, right? Um, yeah, the simple is like I'm not going to do it weekly, but any any like bi-weekly easy PC by so like the I'm not trying to say I I'm not promising anything. I I'm purely saying that I am I'm interested and eager to to catch up with old friends and I'm not looking to start a another role per se but happy to be a guest whenever things come up and go from there so for sure awesome yeah you don't want to be so okay this is kind of a running joke that i have now with relentless so he was the other host I think, yep. for eight months or so oh, i don't know um, he went that long good for him that's awesome yeah yeah it's it's tough to say on podcast a long time no <laughs> um I, I think there's some truth to that though uh, i agreed it's super novel in the beginning and then it kind of becomes work and yep. then maybe you make it out of there but then life changes and then you have to make absolutely um but uh, I was joking with him is like he he keeps um, like he wanted to be a little more present. Right. But now I'm now I'm joking that he's like a, a, a retired pro wrestler <laughs> uh, who who like just keeps coming back. You know what I mean? Yep, I love it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think that's great. Uh, th- this this is like your return. I don't know if you watch pro wrestling, but this is your you're the uh, my John the Cena wrong, return. <laughs> the D- Dwayne Johnson or, or yeah. John Cena here. Maybe you're shattering the, the glass and you're so cold. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what comparison people are going to make, but regardless, uh, I guess speaking of coming back, let's, let's talk a little bit of Rocket League. So uh, I have a couple points here and we're going to probably end up with the, the, the big topic of conversation currently in the community. Um, There is a, there is, so I guess I should just go point by point and maybe, maybe I'll tell you, I'll tell you potential new things that that might be happening, but uh, I'm going to give you things that have happened the last year in Rocket League. Cool. And uh, you're going to, you're going to give me your thoughts on them. So, The first thing that first big thing, big story, kind of especially in esports in Rocket League, is there was this team called BDS. Have you heard of the team BDS before? Yes, I, I still follow a couple of Rocket League pages on Instagram, so I, I get okay. somewhat regular updates of things. But yes, they looked incredibly dominant from what I the on and off that I saw in Europe. So they they pretty much completely dominated the whole year. But then the finals, like the regional finals, that kind of replace the world worlds, plan, right? Yeah. Who's it? Um, Vitality won, isn't that? They Vitality they beat them. Yeah. Vitality was second to them the whole year, and then Vitality won. Uh, when there was that big prize pool. So yeah. I wanted to get your take on that. Yeah. That's the experience. Off very peak. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, experience wins, wins chips, man. The, that's the, it's proven again, again, every year is that you, you can have all, I don't wait, who's on BDS. Any, any like experienced players or are they relatively new? They were, they, it was pretty much a lot of like, I think they're bubble players, but I think cool. they're, they do you remember their names? Not to test uh, your knowledge yeah, here. Yeah. yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Okay, no, cool. I, I mean, off the top of my head, no, but I'm going to, I'm going to give you a quick cool. Wikipedia. Yeah, please here. do. Well, <clears throat> Yeah, but wow. um, yeah. So the experience wins chips. That, that that has been proven time and time again. So, yeah, good. Mark by uh, Mark by eight. Monkey Moon and Extra. Okay, so Monkey Moon's gross. Extra is pretty gross. Um, yeah, the Monkey Moon I've only watched in, in ones tournaments and stuff. I was I was watching a few ones tournaments on and off. Uh, I think that's the only interest I have in, in competitive Rocket League these days is ones. Um, 
but the like I just watched what was it called the match or the show or something that, that Johnny Boy did this past weekend uh, 3k ones tournament and mm. uh, Joru's just looks so dominant so cool uh, I was really impressed because even ones has come a long way since the last time I was watching any uh, anyone's gameplay but um, yeah I am experience wins chips BDS I, I heard I didn't watch anything obviously but the from what I'd heard it was a lot of the like very mechanical talent with very very good teamwork from bds whereas i think vitality just has that that oomph right they got that that staying uh, well, we that, we were joking that vitality didn't practice for 10 months and then decided because they just the yeah they just knew they were gonna win anyways and then yeah just well, popped a, off. i think alpha was playing fifa at one point more than he was playing rocket league oh, that's funny game. um yeah I, I, that's just the, the way i've seen it right of that and like unfortunately i'm i'd be really curious to know and you or others who may are maybe a little more in touch with like the twitter scene or um the, the pro scene but the i'd be curious if the idea of not having a land and not having a, a world championship also pulled a, a bit away from someone like bds or things where it's like they finally have this amazing breakout year or like they're, they're these these youngins are coming up and then they they don't quite get the the full effect as to what they were hoping for i'm, I'm curious if that has any impact on any of the players truthfully uh the players definitely i mean okay this is great because you didn't even know this because i didn't give you the list of things i was going to tell you but my next thing was that rocket league has not has a had a land since you left yes uh, i know that i do uh, know uh i saw um, a weird meme of like the last land Carnovi was at and this is what he looked like or something and i was like oh true like yeah wow um but i was gonna say to this point uh i think a lot of players are definitely feeling that burnout um there's a lot of players that kind of made a name for themselves like i think a team like bds if there's lands they don't do as well i'm gonna be honest cool because you have land experience agreed uh, different worlds completely different it's like this would be a team that would qualify for every land hands down i think yeah um but they might not have the same confidence as well because they they essentially won a lot of these like big major tournaments and um would they have won if it was a land i don't think so i think i think yeah I think they'd still be a team on the rise. I think they'd probably be more similar to the Pittsburgh Knights kind of a year back, cool. year and a half back. Yep. Um, I, from an upper perspective, I completely agree with that. that. That seems completely factual from most sport, right, in and of itself, of like such a different environment. Uh, uh, yeah, 100%. Okay. Um, and yeah, I, I think there's a lot of players that, you know, we're, we're talking about balance and, and, and all those things that we talked about in the beginning of the show. Like, a lot of players are realizing it's like, yeah, I need a break. I think they had way too many games. I'm gonna be honest, like, from, uh, from a I, mental health perspective. Yeah. Might be might be a hot take, but the the um, the splits format I think was the worst decision they could have made for for the esport uh, because they decimated the idea of a casual fan. Unfortunately, you had to either be committed and like really really focusing on all the big events and the, and the big things that went along. And I know like from what I've read, uh, I did a lot of reading on Reddit, wanted to see where folks' opinions were at back when the it's first started since I wasn't watching. But um, I just like I, I couldn't keep up. I didn't know what teams were playing when. I didn't want to have to open Liquipedia just to find out every day. Like I, I would much prefer just knowing that if I turn on Saturday at 10 a.m. that I know that my NA teams are going to be playing. And I can I can watch from there like that was so much better for me and I think it also worked for players because a lot of them are high school students and so like they'd much rather scrim and practice and do things throughout the week and then know that they that every weekend they they grind right it's like football uh, so I, I think the splits really really screwed it yeah it might be better for finding consistently the best team in our LCS like competitively I think it might be significantly better than the like eight games or seven games or whatever they played um, but yeah I, I think for the casual viewer it, it really screwed it over even like even Jer still tried to keep up and he fell off by I think like the second split he's like ah, it's too hard to keep up i mean i i mean i'm gonna be completely honest right like midway through the season like we're at some point i was like yeah i'm just gonna watch the finals like and that's so sad I, like that whereas i remember man i remember watching rlcs uh 
two season two in my in my res room in, in to q res and i remember sitting there and like i had a couple friends who knew nothing about rocket league watching because it was still so new to the game but i i, I remember kind of just coming off my like first i think it would have been season two or season three gc season so i was like feeling like oh maybe i could do something if i if i keep grinding um but uh, i remember watching it, it was just so cool because like every sunday when and saturday and sunday when i'd watch every game meant everything when i when a when the eighth ranked team would beat the second ranked team in, in week three or something the entire standing shuffle and it's like oh my goodness like, like i cannot believe this upset just happened let's see what happens moving forward and everything and i love that the impact of it was just so awesome and i, I really equated it to football right like that was the way i could explain it to most of my buddies or like actual like traditional sports fans i was like oh yeah same as like if i watch the cowboys every weekend it's like yeah i'll also watch g2 or cloud nine every weekend right and i, I really like that and i think unfortunately i i, I really lost that vibe hey, that's so weird like because my habits, even like to television watching, have changed over the last year. Yep, and it's gone away from binging to back to being like, give me one or two shows a week. It's so weird. Uh, and I think there's a little bit of sense of that in Rocket League as well. Is like, mm. give me the one or two teams I want to follow every week, and, yep. and not, and maybe like one big tournament every quarter. But yep. you know, once once you're throwing like, yeah, it, it, I think I think they made a big mistake. However, from a like, um brands interested in the product and viewership perspective that's gonna Has, also i was gonna say like statistically are they doing good like on well, like sheet? may the majors especially mm-hmm. they had face clan join which was crazy that too, was huge right? yes yep that was that definitely was big i was pumped it was about like, that you know, like, like join but then I, I heard nothing about them ever again i thought they were in yeah a, they they, they, they picked up uh i i don't want to get this wrong i think cucks here hmm. that was the kind of team they picked up um uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna quickly check. I was, check if I was that's talking about correct. Liquid too, man. I was, I was oh, really no, talking okay. about Liquid. So they have Speed, Fruity, and Ronicky. Okay. Oh, that's the, the other roster. member of of that roster. But it they they've been let's say a quarterfinal team. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Maybe a little bit worse. Uh, yeah. So they haven't quite quite gone that height. Um. What was I talking about? Was I going to go? <laughs> I feel like I lost my train of thought. Uh, well, you're just going through the points. So we talked about the like the switch to to the splits. We talked about like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, team, think, so yeah, yeah. I think I think in general that switch was was a mistake. Um, but uh, yeah, hopefully, hopefully, you know, well, they haven't announced anything about esports next year, and there's a lot of people like, oh, I want esports to come back. I'm like. I'm okay with a little bit of break. Let's uh, let's let's build the hype again. Okay, let's yeah. Let's not wear wear the casual. They just need a land. They're 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 digging their own grave if they don't do a land. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, okay, uh, another update here. So still esports stuff. The last thing that I have is non esports related, but still esports related stuff here. The original Dignitas is no more. So none of the original members of the Dignitas t- team are there. None mm. of the members even from the second duration of. Um, uh what's it called with yukio and and astral that that team's who, those players are gone from dig as well so. who's the last to leave would that have been violent violent Panda, yeah. yeah and and verge left with them so oh um, that's a that, big loss too wow okay uh, so verge yeah. so to give you a little rundown verge in his youtube video this is actually like recent news is like last week oh, um, look it up was then. saying that for he would actually was planning to leave dignitas earlier if it wasn't for violent Panda. like they were such good friends so cool my my inkling i might be wrong about this is they're probably going to end up on a team working together again perhaps so are they unsigned um, right now both of them technically 
I think officially, um, by the time this show goes out, it might not be. Yeah, yeah, as classically uh, as it goes. I will say, funny enough, I opened Twitter because my Twitter is mostly only Rocket League things because I, I only made a Twitter so I could keep up with Rocket League things for the sake of the podcast. So I don't really open it anymore. But I was really bored one day uh, a little while ago and I opened it. And all the tweets from any pros that I follow were talking about roster moves with like eye emojis. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. I guess we're in that that part of the season right now. There's going to be a lot of roster changes and moves. Yeah, the, the what's it called? The meme with the grabbing his head. Um What's his name? I don't know. Where uh, there's like that meme every time there's like a transfer window and he's just grabbing. Oh, the head. the mind blow one with the glasses. Yeah. 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 No, no, who, oh. no. But no, no. Who's the? I cannot believe I can't remember his right now. He's so famous in the Rocket League scene. <gasps> oh, it's a Rocket League meme. Yeah, no, not a chance for me then. No, no, no. I'm. Don't worry. I'm gonna get yelled at for this, but that's okay. Uh, people know what I'm talking about. Uh, and guess okay. So guess what the team is on Dick Jazz currently. Uh, um actually before you guess i'll, I'll just tell you I'm yeah sorry. i said do it that's, I don't a, even that's kind of what i want to say cool so uh jaru's yeah apparently jack nice and scrub killer oh, just a ones team they're really just it's trying just to go for the, the og yeah. oh my goodness oh, is scrub even a ones player anymore i don't know uh, uh he so he actually really fell off last year i'm gonna be honest like uh, he kind of wasn't around for the last i would say four months um, and so he he's kind of had to grind his way back into a, a top team. He might cool. have been honestly waiting for that thing, that change. Uh, but yeah, Just know. I love apparently Jack and Joru's. Both of them are so much fun to watch in one. So uh, Joru's is kind of Snorru's, but um, he's uh, he's very talented in ones is what I say. Whereas apparently Jack is very fun to watch in ones. Um, that, that's cool. I, I like that. that. That's a team that would pique my interest because I'd be curious to see how the, how they all play together. This kind of feels like a flake sweat dream, honestly. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> That's cool. Um, I'm, I'm a big fan of that. That's a. I think it's a great move. Honestly, I'm I'm surprised to hear that. So hopefully they hopefully they do well. I I'd be cheering for that. That'd be an EU team. I, I would absolutely root for. Uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, continuing on with the news, uh, energy has dominated most of North America. That I have kept up with. I do know that. And it's Squishy, Justin, and Garrett. So yeah, there and you Squishy's go. looked uh, from the highlights I see. Squishy's not even looked like the the beast of the like the best of the best on that team. Like he just looks like a good third man. Honestly, I don't think. Yeah, I I don't think he is. Um, which. I mean that team's just dominant. Yeah. I my my curiosity. I think it's good that Squishy's on that team. I think he fits in very very well. Agreed. I think of if they were to all go their separate ways, right? Um, and go on to new teams. Like in theory, if I'm in a theory, create a team here. I think uh, Squishy would be the weakest of the three. That's my. I guess, agree. Or my my. Uh, From my very dated knowledge, I agree. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, the yeah. oh. Oh, I lost my question. I had a good one about NA, but I forgot. Maybe it'll come up as we continue. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, I don't have too much more of NA. I, I guess there's, there's, you know, Envy had their moments as well. Yeah, they're uh, gone now, though, right? Like they're less relevant, or are they still relevant? a little less relevant near the end of the year? But like cool. so much so that Miss, like Ty and I agreed that Miss was the best player last year. Oh wow, cool. Uh, but that's, you know, that's a couple months. I also really like Miss. He's <laughs> a super, super yeah. talented player. Um, but they've had some squabbles with Turbo. I don't know how that ended up. I don't doubt uh, that. Turbo has always been interesting for me. Is I just don't know how much of a, a team fitter he is. You know what I mean? Like he, uh, there's the just this energy. The, the meme lord. Yeah, it's just this this meme lord that there, there's a lot of energy there. That like I, I don't think I could be his teammate well or his coach. I'd struggle. Uh, agreed. Agreed. 
Um, Rizzo has officially retired. That I did know. I saw his his posts coming through. I was uh, very sad. That was the only thing that like, Rocket League, Jerry and I have talked about other than two tournaments uh, releasing now. Um, it's the only thing we've talked about ever since. It was very sad. Big, big end of an end of a, a generation for sure. But uh, he, I, I think two years ago he was probably already making more money through content creation than he was uh, playing professional. So I think he should stay with content creation. It's a, a much much smarter route, much less chaotic, much less competitive. Right. Well, okay. So here's the thing, like with Rizzo's, like he talked about this on like random streams and stuff, but apparently he wanted, he was like already thinking of retiring in season nine. Yeah. And then he's like, yeah, I was playing retiring and then we won. <laughs> True. That'll um, do it. So yeah, I think this year he's, he, he kept essentially, oh my goodness, he kept being like, yeah, pretty much the whole year I was trying to retire, but we just kept doing like well enough that, you know, we didn't want to risk it. Um, especially near the end of the year that they finally got a sub in and that kind of worked out so uh, yeah who replaced him again i forget the name um i think it was their sub i'm doing a lot of on the i know i know i feel like i'm testing your your RL knowledge here my 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 uh so jazzo jazzo yeah 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 the one he was also a once player wasn't he that's wild because he was their coach since 2017 Hmm. interesting Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. Temporary stand-ins. Okay, Adriaz. Okay, Adriaz. That's who was it was. The one who stood in, and yes. currently G two has Jazzo as a as a. Yes. Oh no, he's he's not even he's still their coach. Sorry, Jazzo's still their coach. What I'm talking about. They haven't found the third yet. But yeah, Adriaz was the one who stood in right when when Rizzo left. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes, I remember reading that. Yeah, I I don't know. I think Jazzo was Adriaz. I think was the ones player that I remember reading about, but not overly. Sure he anymore. did very well. Like he left, and they did better. So cool. it, was, nice. it was actually quite wild. Um, I don't think though it was like. It's sometimes you have that lucky, like you know, beginner's luck, I guess. Yep. Um. So yeah, there you go. Um. All right. You had something about NA, if you remember it. Uh. Nah, it's gone. I'll tell you. Nah, it's gone. It's okay. All good. So I'm gonna give you kind of the last contrary, the big thing that everyone's talking about these days. Okay. Yep. And I made a whole blurb, so I'm gonna read it all. Uh, great, great, uh, you know, podcast content. Me reading out something that I wrote. <laughs> um, there's a whole bunch of like game is dying doom posting happening. I, I have been seeing even that on Twitter. I saw, I think it was Flump tweeted like last week, being like, "Is Rocket League dying?" And I read through some of the comments because I was curious. Um, and so the main thing here is that you know we had that peak in free to play. I think it was yep. October when it was released, and they had like over a million players consistently playing for a couple months in a row. I guess yep. half a year really. Um, and now both the viewership and kind of the players that are playing regular has gone back to what it was before free to play. Um, I think most people that kind of saw it were like, okay, it's going to go up and it's going to go back down. But I think where it stabilized, people were hoping it stabilized a little bit higher. Yep. Um, and so I think that's one of the big things. And I personally, this is the tough thing because I personally feel like every single content creator talking about it actually makes a lot of people quit agreed i think <laughs> it adds to game. it i do think that absolutely adds to it and i think uh, not enough content creators recognize that impact and i completely agree i think they will be pushing people to the door unfortunately yeah yeah and and so you know we can talk a little bit more about that but i guess one of the big gripes here um is you know psionics or epic games have gotten a lot of good cross-promotion brand deals but yep. at this point it is starting very much to feel like a money grab. Like the only yes. thing they do is really much like, hey, here's 007 crossover. Agreed. You know, like here's Agreed. NASCAR crossover, you know, pay 20 bucks. I have been as a very, very casual side viewer, basically with, with minimum play. Um, I am 
immaculately disappointed with the, the way Epic has handled Rocket League. Um, it, it, I, as someone who has played a singular game of Fortnite in my entire career, um, all I taste is Fortnite when I play it, which is really sad. Mm-hmm. And that's not what I want. I don't want to open it and see a, a really just rough rocket pass that has nothing to offer and doesn't even make me want to play through it. I don't want to open the game and see the most recent rewards or just another another decal. No, no new creativity. No, no, no major changes. I don't want to see that the new car that's about to come out or is already out. I don't really know. It's just another Fennec with with tighter lines and, um, and then nice little wings and shit like that on the side. Uh, so excuse me. Um, I like all these like uh, it, it makes me really sad it, truthfully as someone who has now left the game more or less i i think they couldn't figure out which community since rocket league has a couple pretty distinct communities they wanted to help and then all of them just kind of got left feeling unsupported because the training community was absolutely dominated after the lawsuits of the uh over loot boxes which like i don't blame epic for like they, they, they were in a, a rock and hard place there um but i still think they could handle it better rather than having to pay 2700 credits for like a single item or thing something like that which is just wild um that made me really sad competitive i have no clue why they added tournaments and then only now we're adding 2v2 tournaments when people have been asking for years um for 2v2 tournaments that blew my mind that that, that, that never came in um the esport i think the split decision was a really really rough decision to, to move to splits because they they canceled all of their casual fans and then adding supersonic legends still all the way back then i still think was not the right call um on how they did it i think they they needed to handle that one quite differently as well so do, i, do I you think I, supersonic legend i actually think Okay, so of yeah, all the things me. that you've mentioned, Supersonic Legend, I have the least gripe about. Agreed. I, I think it's the smallest on my list the, at these days. Like I'm, I'm pretty okay with it now. At the time, I was really upset about it. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just think we have this long history of, of very negative decisions, unfortunately, from Epic that aren't player um, like player first. They're they're very consumer first, unfortunately. And then that's not what I'm I would be hoping for out of a, a game like Rocket League. Yeah, especially and, and so. Um, the second thing is esports. It's like, I think you're right. I think a lot of people have burned out of esports. But I think despite that, it's their most positive straight right now. Agreed. Like despite despite their decisions. <laughs> um just because of the hype, you know, with with like Face Clan and some yep. other big 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 spot like the big sponsors NA is getting like what was it, like X Games and like it was more main brand sponsors as well. I, I think I think despite themselves, they've done really well in the esports arena. I think that's what probably the strongest part of Rocket League right now. I'm very confident that that viewership is going to stay or go above, especially if there's a land. I think I think the first Rocket League land back will be tremendous. Um, but you know, from all the other things you said, I think because even even when I listen back to the mechanical mechanical mediocre shows that you did with Jer, um, I think there was a part of me that wasn't necessarily of the mindset that you had, especially back then. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's because I understand that for me, I approach this game from a competitor's perspective and the, the want of getting better at a game that pretty much has limitless potential of getting better for myself, right? Like I'm never going to really hit a peak uh, means that I really don't need that much content to be satisfied. Um, yep. I think in general though, for there to be a healthy game and a healthy ecosystem, you do need content that is, outside of the box casuals player playing um and you know 
custom maps that could be easily accessible for everyone any client yep. would be a simple one yep I mean, incredibly uh, I, I kid you not man that that has been i think my biggest mind shift in the last year of a of a of a rocket league player is now i play casual and i get really disappointed when i get demoed or if i go up for a um if i go up for a like a really nice ceiling shot or like anything like that and someone just rushes me to the ceiling and i'm like man like it's casual like i just want to try cool things like you don't need to to sweat oh all over me but it's like I, that's not my place to complain people can play how they want to play like that that's fine um but that's my big change is that it's like i i think i was so stuck in the competitive mindset that uh, especially when ssl was coming in that it was like that was the only thing i cared about when kind of to my point earlier i think epic has had a lot more shortcomings than just that like there it blows my mind that the workshop so even though i know it's not we're on a steam game anymore which is kind of weird to even consider um but the the fact that there's no like very very easy in client custom games and, and workshop support um for for different maps and things like that blows my mind uh there, there's just so many easy 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 things that that they could have done to uh really enhance that experience specifically to, exactly to your point of like adding just fun things to keep the smooth brain adhd need a new thing every week kind of mentality and is the way i kind of see it of that I these days I have such a small attention span for games like if you don't hold me in quick I'm not staying like I, I really want to be able to enjoy, enjoy my time because my time is limited like I don't have a lot of time to uh, enjoy it, it, as much time as I normally would for, for video games and so if I open Rocket League I think a lot of people might start getting sick of the same thing over and over again like you're playing on the same standard arena the same competitive rules and the same things over and over that I think the really smart move might be adding in like Halo custom games to Rocket League or, or things along those lines to really let people uh breathe a bit more in some creativity right like i think that's why i look at games like splitgate is taken over right now and it's just because it's like they're using the same formula like halo or portal or combined whatever you want to say um has has perfected over the years and they're just adding in cool things like they have a game mode teabag confirmed or wherever it's called where you you get, you get points <laughs> you get points by teabagging people and i'm like that's awesome like that's so cool that's that hilarious. like that i can just go in and do these like incredibly dumb things but you provided me with a really cool game with a high skill ceiling like rocket league but now you're also allowing me to go do all fun casual things alongside it right which i, I don't find as much happens with rocket league unfortunately yeah, and I like I'm definitely one who's never gonna complain because I like for instance I just I literally just started playing six man so I have a whole nice world, good for you man world to enjoy for a little bit before yep. I get tired of it, um, but it's definitely a lot more competitive and it's 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 a lot more interesting uh, I think, um, but yeah I think from a non-competitive players like there's no way you're gonna have a million competitive players on a game I I think that's that's pretty reasonable yep. to say so um having those things they need to get outside the arena right like agreed it, agreed it, like I I'm waiting for that trailer where it's just like you know you're playing rock like everyone's playing rocket league and then all of a sudden one car hits into the side of the wall and that wall just breaks apart all that would bring me back shadows. to the game man that way i would see a trailer and then, and i'm like oh i'm in instantly without question and then and then I, I mean my idea would be like okay they just hit the road with that car right and then they have like random mini games or obstacle courses or whatever there's so much you can do with within the aspect of the thing that could be like in-game like missions or or i don't know yeah anyway absolutely no no you're nailing it man so the other game i, I was playing i've been playing a ton on and off i'm i'm, I'm uh, pretty proud actually I'm, I'm top 30 in canada right now um Ooh. on uh <laughs> on trackmania nations forever and the trackmania hey. games I've been, I've been loving trackmania really really big fan of them um it, all thanks to anyone who's plays trackmania probably knows virtual the youtube uh youtuber uh and like all thanks to him he happened to catch the algorithm stream one day for like hundreds of thousands probably close to millions now and got me 
interested in the game. And I, it's funny, uh, a few of us played Trackmania a good year or so ago when it first, the new, new one recently came out. And yeah, now I've been loving Nations Forever, the old game. But they, I think they are a perfect example, funny enough, Ubisoft versus Epic here. Um, they're a perfect example of, of nailing what you're talking about, of like Trackmania is just a racing game. It is marketed as the world's most competitive racing game. But Rocket League isn't it, a racing game. Like, sorry, just, just a quick side tangent here. Yeah. I, I think like the idea of cars in Rocket League, you'd think that like people who like racing games would necessarily like, like might enjoy Rocket League. No, not maybe at all. they would, maybe they won't, but the not game is completely different. Well, so it's my, my question is why why have we not added racing to Rocket League? Why is there not some cool game mode where it's like you're no boost, so it's re- re- like revolves around wave dashing or things like that to, to like do some type of racing? Like that would be so awesome. Why is there no bumper cars? Why is there no like all these things that you can really you can do a ton with? And that's what kind of what I'm alluding to is Rock Mania. Exactly. <laughs> it blows my mind man like, like there it, it, it makes me so upset because when i look at Trackmania, in the last two uh two months or three months they've added like seven different game modes with different maps and different blocks and different things so now you open the game you can go do a battle royale if you want to in a racing game and like that's so cool because they're they're pushing the envelope they're leaving the arena like what you're saying and it makes me really sad that rocket league isn't doing that man like i think the to say to back to the main question is rocket league dying i think no i think rocket league has far too tight of a of a niche community that it likely will not die and if let's say rocket league 2 is announced in the next three to four years the community will quadruple like they will exponentially grow um if there's a sequel or something like that 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 may come out Mm -hmm. but the will they grow to the limits that they easily could have if they treated the game a little better absolutely not because they're not treating the game the way that it should be they're they're i if you asked me two years ago if rocket league could make it to the giants like csgo and league and stuff like that i would have said yes with the proper management and and proper pickups and i thought epic as scared as i was was the way to do that right like you needed those resources to to pull that off and they have just mishandled it in in most aspects in my opinion unfortunately yeah, I, I think Rock League's brightest spot is definitely the esports scene, which yep. I feel is more seems more comfortable than a lot of other esports scene. I think I think it's very much gone into its own. It's developed and it's it's at a point of like consistency with it, which I think is gonna be good for you know anyway, any pro or potential pro players, I think they'll have a career for the next, you know, five, ten years. Uh, 10 might be pushing it five years I'll that's good though that's no that, that, that makes me happy uh, i think at the very least uh that that's one aspect of the game i don't think will go away um but yeah yeah i i think you make some great points i think you know it's like to to your point like i think you treat rock league the way i i treat starcraft which mm. is a log on once every while when i feel like it yep all the you know past skills come back and and you know i do really well and then i'm like i'm good you know i I don't necessarily need to grind out this game anymore um and and currently for rock league it's still like a grind out game it's still a competitive game for me but i think you're making some great points when it comes to that casual fan and i think i think even especially like looking at some of our listeners who, who are a little older right have families and stuff um they really enjoy the game but you know if if you have less time to like get you know you know practice get better at the game just because life and then you know rightfully so priorities um you you want to just be able to be like hey let's do this fun new thing that they have you know yep. even if it's once 
every two weeks or once a month just be like oh there's this new thing and that's been trackmania exactly like i i was only playing trackmania nations forever the like 2002 or three or whatever it is game um that's only when i'm playing and i've really been enjoying playing the campaign mostly and just like trying to like top out canadian times and try to be the best uh canadian player on some of the maps but um that would never will happen the canadian the current world champion is canadian player but um the and but because of the new trackmania they had their world championships recently watched the entire thing it was a blast absolutely loved it should be a much much bigger esports than it is and ubisoft just doesn't put a lot of money towards it they added in battle royale right away i messaged like jer and and romy sierra and i was like oh let's go play let's go try it out and we went we played a few we were terrible but it was fun or they added they do new uh like map campaigns 30 new maps every four months and every time it comes oh let's pop in let's let's try it again let's see what times we can get and, and go through it and uh it's so easy to keep a casual player interested and, and they still get like get me to reopen the game whereas like rock League, i only reopen when someone else has to ask me to play because that's the only way that like we connect if, if that's that's the only way our friendship is kind of built on right so yeah no i i think i think that makes complete sense uh yeah i think we'll end it here mm-hmm. um well we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna wrap up you know um i i do have to uh get going unfortunately absolutely uh, yeah. but you know as as i've learned leave leave the audience with wanting more absolutely it's always the thing uh i've probably title i kind of wanted to title this like one night only you know like it's like mm. a comeback tour for a thing and i'm still gonna do that but, do a one night um, stand do something like that yeah, yeah one, <laughs> one night stand um but uh the you know there, there is potential the the forbidden door has been opened combo says maybe he'll be back in the future so um we'll we'll, we'll see we'll see uh i'm I, i'd love to hear your talk th- thoughts on uh, general things not just rock league i think i i really enjoy that opening part um i know i've been significantly more in the last you know half year year um making sure that we we are we we stay focused on the podcast on rock absolutely league. uh so so you know perhaps you know I'll, I'll look into things i'll think of things uh in the future uh but yeah I, i'd love to have you on again and just talk talk whatever you know uh, i think there's so many great things um i hope you enjoyed your your stay here your short little absolutely man yeah, i appreciate and, the invite yeah yeah and i'm sure plenty of our listeners will uh will have enjoyed just hearing from you and and life updates and stuff and uh to everyone else oh i guess i guess i should you know i should probably do that thing that i like sometimes when i have a guest on i completely forget about like regular things i definitely should be doing you know what <laughs> I mean? uh so let me let me just quickly uh do something that we usually have and that's thank the patrons yeah the regular patrons who are helping us out um, they're getting so. Ooh, I guess this is updated in here. They get pre-shows now. So oh, spicy! Minute, I like it. Kind of like in the earlier episodes, like of the podcast, like we do that ten-minute, fifteen-minute, you know, just like talking about whatever mm-hmm. before we got into Rock League. So we kind of do that in the Patreon section now. Um, and special shout outs to the roll call to your patrons of Awesomeness Cursor, Glorious Zombie, I Drink Clorox, Paint, <laughs> Raz, Sigmopko, and Vance. Thank you all so so much for your continued support. Um, I'm sure the, the patrons will probably be the most excited for this episode. So many so. familiar names. That makes me so happy. Happy to hear there's uh, still so much support from, from the gang. Yeah, they're, they're, I mean, the gang is, the the, the welcome gang is uh, staying strong. Um, I usually like to give everyone like a thing they can do during the week or whatever. Uh, I don't know when this started. I think you were still on the show when this started. I was. Um, but maybe, hmm, maybe I'll throw it to you. Do you have one thing? Yeah, it can be life related. Easy, easy. Nice, uh, nice callback too. Uh, In the next week, text one friend who uh, you haven't talked to in at least a year, and just check in. Say, hey, miss you. Would love to chat. Perfect, perfect. That's your homework for myself from Combo. Have a great week. Bye bye. Bye bye.